0: What's happening everybody? I welcome you back to the Capitals Connect podcast. My name is Rick Medali, founder and host of the show. As always, I appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to listen, and hopefully I could leave you with some value today. And as you may know, if well, let me back up because uh for the new listeners here, make sure you hit that subscribe button whether you're on Google um iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this app, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you get the latest news uh, when the new episodes come out, and um, leave us a review, one way or another. Whether it's leaving us a star, reposting the link, I appreciate it every single time that people take the time out of out of their day to leave us a review and share the message because you know that's ultimately how we grow this thing. And uh, as you may know, if you're an avid listener. This is the time for our daily plug. And this person who I'm about to shout out um, and really plug in here, I probably would not be where I am today if if it wasn't for this person. Uh, I owe him a lot. I appreciate him for everything he's given me. Um, You know, he he saw potential in me before anybody else really seen that same potential and he was willing to invest in me and he's not even family to be doing that and you know this guy gave me the gave me the first opportunity to step into the financial uh industry ultimately uh i'm still with that same organization that he introduced me to and um you know it's really helped me grow to be the person that i am today so my brother chris Morris, I would not be where I am today without you. I appreciate you. I want to take this time to let you know how much I thank you uh, for giving me this opportunity and really putting me down a path that's absolutely changed my life forever. And now, obviously, my goal is to help other people change their lives forever. So thank you, my brother. Ever since high school, I know we've been super close. And I know uh, over the last few years, we haven't really kicked it like we used to. But I know every single time we get together, It's like nothing has changed and uh, i appreciate you in more ways than one so let's hop right into it i know it's friday most of you may not be wanting to listen to something like this on a friday and honestly i'm dropping it late i've been busy all day and i am finally trying to take the time out of the day to make sure that i can drop this and we still got a few other plans tonight it's one of my other cousin's birthday so um you know she's gonna be djing tomorrow make sure you hit up dj nunu new. next up, she's actually going to be DJing on the day of her birthday, so you know it's going to be popping, make sure you go check out her show, and that, you got a little bogo today, a little two-for-one uh, mm-hmm. plug in here, so <laughs> um, let's get to it, today I'm going to talk about, um, most people may not know this, But um, I actually speak multiple languages. And so I want to talk to you guys about the benefits of being multilingual. I don't even really know if that's a word. I know there's like bilingual and trilingual, but I don't really know if multilingual is a word, but I'm going to use it anyway. So uh, I'm going to talk to you about the importance of being multilingual. And some of you, especially my friends and family, you're going to be like, this mother, he is lying out of his ass. He don't speak different languages. Well, I'm here to tell you I do. It may not be the common Spanish, Tagalog, French, English. When it comes to that, I only speak one language, right? It's English and Ebonics, if that's what you call it. I'm just playing. (laughs) Um, These three languages I'm going to talk to you about today um, relate to... Different aspects of our life, right? The first language is going to be how people speak and how they receive information and communicate in the workspace, right? And the second one is going to be how people communicate within relationships, right? And then the last one is going to be how you talk to somebody and really drive them um, and speak to their soul and their inner am- and their deeper ambitions, right? So those are the three languages on the languages i'm gonna do, i'm gonna be talking to you guys about today right the language in the work workforce language and relationships and language of the soul right so get your notebooks out whatever um you use to take notes whether it's mental notes or physical notes right um I'm, I'm gonna be dropping a lot of uh what it is nuts and bolts And really, I'm just going to go over the briefing of it. And it's your job to dive a little bit deeper, because each of these languages could be one of their own episodes in a a whole. So I'm just going to briefly go through them. Um, The first language is obviously the language of work. And as you see, as I go through these three different languages, it's going to get deeper and deeper each time, right? So the first language, as I mentioned, is language of work and understanding how people um, receive information and they speak on a certain way when it comes to the workforce and understanding certain concepts, right? And this is called STAR, right? Some of you may have have heard of these things and some of you may have not heard of it, but STAR stands for Structured, Technical, Action, and Relationship, right? So structured people, these are people who do really well in the military. They love, you know, you give them a set of orders, and they'll follow it to the T. These are your uh, hall monitors. These are your people who are in the military. They love taking action. They love uh, receiving a set of tasks and having them to go do those tasks and having that clear focus of this is how things work, right? They're very stuck to how things uh, need to work and function with each other and, the, and uh, what tasks do they need to do next. And they're very well, they do very well at following the rules. Those are your structured individuals. Some of these people, when you start to talk to them, you kind of understand that um, they like things in order. So they're going to ask you, like, well, what is what is the order this, that this needs to be done in? Does this have to be done in this way or that way? And they start to put piece these things together. So those are your very structured individuals, right? You have to make sure if you're talking to them and you're going to help them be the best that they can be in that certain position, you have to put them uh, and empower them by talking in terms of you know keeping things in order, right? Because understand this: as I go through these four languages in the workplace, um, in order for you to build a healthy team, a team that's going to be able to thrive, you got to put position, you got to put people in positions that's going to best suit their uh, their one of these four characteristics of them, right? So put the structured people in those types of uh, roles, right? The second one is technical. These are your engineers, these are your uh, math, you know, uh, wiz- wi- wizards, wizards, you know, these people who are just really all about the numbers. Show me the numbers, what are the numbers? I need to know my numbers. Like these are the people who probably math comes easy to them. They like to get very analytical about things. They like to understand the nuances of how things work. They like to these are the types of people who probably Took their toys apart as kids and then rebuilt it, right? These are your those types of people. They they're very technical on how they uh, talk. So if you're talking to this person and you want them to really achieve uh, certain goals within the workforce and your workplace, these are the people that you need to uh, you know give them tasks that are going to be very like um, how do I say this? Very technical and analytical and statistical and diving deep into the nuances of uh, the numbers and how things work, right? Number three or letter A is action people. These are the people who if you just tell them to do something, they'll just do it, right? It doesn't matter if they have instructions. It doesn't matter if they know how to do it or not. These are the people who just do it, right? These are the people who typically are in sales, right? These are the, your your talkers who, you know, it does, you don't have to give them a script. You don't have to tell them how to sell something. You know, they could talk a cat off a fish wagon right? it doesn't matter they'll be able to just go out and do it these are your very action oriented people these are people in the army right yeah I said structured earlier is military but especially the army because the army is you know your, your front line your 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 uh, they give you an order and you go do it you don't ask a second you don't you don't second guess it you don't question it you just go out and do it right those are your action people they're very competitive they like things in a way where it's just going to be like man, you just tell me to go do this and I, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to take action and move quickly, right? And last R is relationship people. These are your people that should be in HR. <laughs> These are your people who should be in um, in nonprofit organizations. Nurses are very great at relationship people because they want You know they they love to build relationships uh, with other people. They like to know how people are feeling. They're asking about your feelings. They're asking about um, you know how are things going. And these are those people who you know they can talk all day to anybody uh, about their personal lives. And you know we all need each each part of these you know people in the workforce. So again, star is going to be your structured people. It's gonna be your technical people, gonna be your action people and your relationship people. When you're building a business, when you're building a workforce, make sure you talk to these people in those languages. Make sure you put them in positions that's going to, that's going to um, best fit one of these uh, ways that they, they really communicate with other people and they thrive at communicating in that uh, arena because an action person and a technical person They're not going to see eye to eye. That's like the jock and the nerd. Those people don't really see eye to eye. You're you're, speaking two different languages. Right. Second, second set of languages that I speak and learn to speak and everybody needs to learn how to speak is the five love languages. This is going to help you out in not only. your personal relationships, but also work relationships. Because how you praise people and how you talk to people and how you communicate with them and make them feel good and make them feel safe in a work environment or make them feel loved in a a household environment is in, in one of five different ways. And again, you know, this is just a little teaser. teach you guys and and uh you know it's your job to go into it a little bit deeper um you know on your own so the first one is the love language of gifts this basically means um some people they feel um they they accept love and appreciation if you give them gifts so these are those people who if you give them a gift you can give them an avocado you can give them you know, a pin pad, you can give them anything to let you know that you're thinking of them and they're going to love it. They're going to appreciate it. They're going to be like, oh my goodness, I could not believe that you got me this. Like, how did you know I wanted this? Or how did you... they're going to be absolutely elated. And if you could give them a gift in ways that, um, you know, mean something to them, they will go to the ends of the earth for you, right? They will be your best friend, your lover, like, you know, certain people love receiving gifts, right? And some people, you have to you have to understand that about them, right? The second love language is quality time. You know, some of these, the, the people who need the quality time, they just want to make sure that you guys are spending time together. You don't even have to be doing anything. You can just be sitting on the couch and talking to each other about nothing. But because you're spending quality time with them, that's how they receive love that's how they feel loved and that's how they uh, feel like that you love them is when you take the time out of your day to spend that quality time with them right some people are physical touch I know what you're thinking like and you don't have to be all sexual about it right It's just some people, these are those people who love giving you high fives, hugs, the huggers, you know, the people who just want to be close to you. If it's your significant other, they love cuddling. Like, you know, these are the people who, you know, they just want to be close to you at all times. They love physical touch. They love being around other people. They love holding hands. They love kissing. They love hugging. Anything that it can, anything they can do to get their hands on you. These are those types of people, right? Words of affirmation. Some people just love being told that you love them. Some people love being told that, you know, you're doing a good job. You're doing great. You know, people love hearing those things. The more they hear those things, the more they get fueled. The more they hear that, um, the more they feel like they they're doing good. They're on the right path. Some people are audible, right? They have to hear these words of affirmations, Right? And then last but not least, in the last love language is acts of service. This means if you do a favor for somebody, they will. Man, you guys are best friends after that. Or they will, you know, really love you. They will appreciate you. Right. And they will they'll be like, man, it really means a lot for you to go out of your way and do something for me. It's an act of service. Right. So, again, the five love, love languages is uh, the acts of giving gifts the act of quality time, the act of physical touch, words of affirmation, and acts of service. So if you have a relationship that you want to build with someone, make sure you you learn their love, their love language. How do they feel most appreciated? How do they feel most loved? It's not how you feel the most loved. It's how they feel the most love, and then you give that to them, right? And then last but not least is what we call the six human needs. If you wanna really drive somebody to do something, um, you have to figure out their deeper ambitions. You have to speak to their soul. You have to talk to them in a way that nobody's ever talked to them before. And you have to hit on six different points or one of six different points in order for you to really move somebody to do something great, right? Leadership and you know, the best leaders in the world understand how to touch that vein of gold for somebody that's gonna get them how to act and do something that they were afraid of doing that they were afraid of doing before right and these six human needs we all crave these in one way or another right the first one is certainty these are the type of people who you just feel like they need stability in their life they need to know that um, that paycheck is coming every week. They need to know um, They need to know that the person that they can count on is going to be there. They just need to know, uh, they need to be certain in every single aspect of their life. And if they don't feel that certainty, guess what? Then they're going to, you know, everything around them is going to melt. They're not going to want to do anything. So if you're trying to talk to somebody who needs certainty and you want to talk to them about having a commission only job, they're going to be like, well, what the heck? I'm not guaranteed anything. Like, you know, if I'm not guaranteed anything, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And they just, and if they don't get that certainty, they're going to climb up. They're not going to be able to thrive to the best of their abilities without that certainty. Some people, that's number one. Some people, they love variety. Some people, they love having that, um, that, uh, what is that? You know, that daredevil in them, you know, girls, a lot of the time. I'll give you two examples of certainty and um, variety, right? A lot of the time, if you're in high school or, you know, you're a kid growing up, girls, they love variety and not in a way of, you know, like hopping around, but they love being with that bad boy. That guy who's gonna do you know things and is gonna you know keep you on your toes. He's gonna give you that variety. He's gonna give you that that wild side of things. You just never know what's gonna happen with them. Girls seem to love that growing up. But the thing about the difference is when they grow up, they love being around the certain person. They love knowing the person who's gonna be there for them. They love being around that person who they know they can count on. So growing up, yeah, you love a lot of these. You love having the uh, spontaneity. Of the wild boyfriend, the the variety of what are we gonna do today, like being adventurous, right? But then once you get a little bit older, you want that certainty. And I don't mean one one is better than the other. I'm just giving you an example of how this can work out, right? Uh, three significance. Some people, they just want to. They just if if you're the type of person. Who always has to be number one at everything, and you put your all into everything. If you've seen your name in lights one day, and you're like, damn, I wanna be a movie star, I want people to know my name, I want people to. Uh, really say my name in a way that they're going to adore me. They love that significance. They want to be recognized. They're the type of people who keep all of their trophies. They're the type of people who will continually let you know that they're an MBA. They have they have their degree in this. They have their PhD. They have their master's, their doctorate. They, they love recognition. They love being significant. They love being above the rest, right? And I, you know, not saying necessarily in an egotistical way but they love having that significance in other people's life right number four is love and connection this is very similar to uh the you know the relationship type of person right this is that person who just always needs to connect with other people right they always talk about how much they appreciate you they always talk about how much they love you they always you know these are those people who just you know, you love them because they're, they're very caring. They're sweet. They love everybody. They always see the best in somebody. They don't talk down on other people. They're very gentle. They, they show appreciation. These are your quote unquote hippies from back in the day, right? They love everybody. And you know, (laughs) um, but it's that love and connectionness. This, is that uh, I am one with the world. I, you know, I'm connected to the trees, animals, people, and everybody like that's, your love and connection type of people, right? Number five is growth oriented. These are your people who always need to be growing. They always need to be taking that next step. They always need to be uh, putting themselves in a position to to grow and and learn something new, right? And then last but not least, uh, there's people who want to contribute. These are your very, very uh, big philanthropists, they want to. Be, they want to be a contribution to other other people. These are the people who will throw. Um, what is it? They'll they'll do little donation drives. They'll they'll give out food to the homeless. They'd rather give somebody the clothes off of their back um because they know they have clothes at home these are the type of people who just want to contribute to other people's lives and help them get better in one way or another they want to do everything they'll do all the volunteer work they'll do these are the people who want to uh, be a part of the big churches and they want to you know contribute to something bigger than themselves right so again the six human needs that speak to the soul and people's deeper ambitions is one they need certainty Right. They need to know this type of person needs to have some type of structure and certainty in their life. Right. The second is variety. These people love adventure. Right. They love being that um, adrenaline junkie. They look for they look for the new things out there. They keep they keep on their toes. These are the people who can't really keep keep a job all the time. Right they're always looking for the next best thing right uh, number 3 is significance these are the people who just you know they see their name in lights and they want to do something big with them life their lives and they want to they want to ha- they want to be recognized for it number 4 is love and connection these are the people who absolutely love 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 everything and everyone right number 5 is growth these are the people who are super growth oriented who are constantly learning these are your lifelong students who Uh, are doing something to grow every single day. And then last but not least is contribution. If you can talk to people and show that how they can be a contribution to the world, that'll get them to move and have them want to uh, do something more. So if you're in sales, if you're building a business, um, these are the three languages that you need to learn in order to be around uh, people on a daily basis and really put them in the right position so that they can, uh, you know, be effective in their roles and in life. All right? Number one is star. You want to talk about the structure, the technical, the action and relationships. Right. And then number uh, two is the five love languages, the language of gifts, giving to others, quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation and five acts of service and then last but not least the six human needs speaks to the soul and people's deeper ambitions their certainty that they're going to get in life the variety the adventure that they may get in life the significance or recognition that'll come from it the the love and connection they can receive from doing this task the growth that they'll be able to uh you know uh achieve and get by by uh working there. And then last but not least is the contribution they can give to other people and the world and, um, the contribution that they can, um, you know, do something bigger than themselves. So that was a lot. There's more tips than, uh, more points that I went over, um, than, and than usual. Um, I'm actually thinking of breaking these out and doing a show, uh, one of each Uh, next week. Let me know your thoughts on that. If you got something out of today, if you want to learn more about these these languages, my (laughs) multilingualness, I don't really speak Spanish or French or Tagalog. I only speak English. So I'm sorry if I disappointed you, but these are three major languages of people that people don't really understand the nuances of English and how we as people, a majority of, you know, the conversations that we have, the majority of Uh, communication is body language, tonality, and then the words you actually say. So it's like 55, 37, and 8 percentage-wise, right? So these things in here speak to those different tonalities, the body language, and things of that nature. So learn a little bit more about each of them. I Hopefully you got something and it sparked your interest. It's like, damn, I want to learn more about that. And make sure you go do your research on these things. These are the ways that you can communicate to a person in the workforce, their relationship life, and their deeper ambitions to really drive them to do something bigger in life. I appreciate you all for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I love you all. You have a great weekend and see you next Monday.